We are Guys in Shorts. I say this without any bias or prejudice. This podcast is by far my favorite podcast. Hammer, yeah. can you name a better podcast out there? I probably like four or five. Dare you? For the purposes of this he exercise, listens to six. <laughs> for the purposes of this exercise, you're spot on, boss. Oh my gosh! I was really hoping you would say us. It's good to have you back. Though. <laughs> good to be back. <laughs> hey, if we're your favorite podcast, go ahead and give us a quick review, and uh, don't forget to subscribe as well. On the show this week, the Lakers continue doing their best impression of the Raiders. Dallas Keuchel is still enjoying free agency. Vic's going to fill us in on that other big HBO show, The Shop. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they were talking Chernobyl. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, I can't oh. wait to see that. The first episode Oh, that out. looks good, too. Yeah, that looks okay, really good. Yeah, yeah. All right. No, but the one with LeBron in it. <laughs> yes, yeah, that guy. Any way to get LeBron on the show. Also, ESPN personality Max Kellerman is smoking some really good crack. Plus, <laughs> Hammer is back, so I'm He's sure back. we'll be... In for some hot galaxy Ooh, talk. Hot off the press. Oh, I can't wait. Fresh. So <laughs> you're not going to find a fresher galaxy update. You just won't. That's, that's nowhere. Amazing. Unless yeah. you're listening next week. Or unless you're in the roof. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, that's, that's true. Point. Mm. Let's pod. <laughs> I'm Jeff Wilson, and that is Victor Costello. Celtics suck. Celtics suck. Celtics suck. Oh, Benjamin Garcia. I don't uh, like chanting. <laughs> You're not a big chanter. No, I'm not. No. You guys no. chant, I just watch. All right. But but what else? Lakers or suck. No, <laughs> no but what else? I just said Ben Garcia. Oh. <laughs> oh, good boy. Wow. Batting cleanup. Number six. Ben Garcia. <laughs> There it is. There it is. Is that a shout out to Ballpark Yeah, Yeah, I downloaded it and was playing around with it. Nice. (laughs) Well done, Benjamin. And back from the dead, Eric the Portuguese Hammer Vieira. Since Ben doesn't like chants, hoop dee hoop. Hoop dee hoop. Hoop dee hoop. (laughs) Won't do it. So good. I love chanting. Any excuse to chant, I am in. I love it. Good. Good. Hell of an intro, guys. That's why we're the best. That's Thank right. you. You're the best. That's what I said. Best podcast. He said you're to. not we're. He said you're. Oh, which goes oh. to show you that he's not a part of this podcast anymore. Oh, I, I, wow. I, let's play back the tape. <laughs> I don't think that's what I said. It Hammer, is. How oh, long it is. Has it been? It's it's honestly been probably a couple months. Couple months. At yeah. Least. Yeah. We missed you, man. The mm-hmm. weeks didn't line up, and then one week I could make it. The rest, yeah. of, it was just me and Ben at a bar. That's so right. The lost episode there, and then <laughs> it just spring break and life happened. So. It's good to be back. Well, nice. it's good to see you, my friend. Part-time guest, the hammer. Heck yeah. <laughs> we were almost full strength, but uh, oh. then Darren came up with some BS last-minute excuse. and So it's just the four of us. Yeah. It's good to see you guys. I heard I heard Darren is... I don't, I don't know if... I'm, this is what I heard, is that Darren is... He's doing an episode of, of, of uh, Shark Tank? Oh! That's what yes. I heard. That would I make don't know. sense. Yeah, that yeah. Well, it's sense. the yeah. new, it's the new one on HBO. It's the not safe for work one. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's a it's, type of implant. It's really yeah. good. I, yeah, I don't even feel comfortable saying it on it's the shark <laughs> pee. Yeah. The shark pee tank. Yeah, yeah. There's definitely pee in that tank. There has to be. Oh yes, guys. Before we get into this, I was looking at Twitter and what's exciting and going on this week. And there's actually a ton of things that a lot of people care about, and I couldn't care less about any of them. The Kentucky Derby. It's because you're old. The Met Gala. Oh, oh that's not because yeah. I'm old. Oh, yeah. Who cares? Do people? Do you guys care about any of those no, things? No, I'm old, though. Do you care about yeah. the... No, because I'm old. Oh, because you're old. <laughs> oh, that's why. Because you're old, yeah. we don't care about the... Yeah. Ben, I feel like you're a Met Gala, a closet Met Gala kind of guy. Uh, I'm really not. A lot of Honestly, if it's pop culture, for the most part, outside of sports, I, I have no interest in any of it. Video games... Uh, movies, you know, all that stuff. None of it. I mean, you guys. It's it, sports it, or reality TV. It, that, those are in my family. Those are literally the yeah. three things that interest me. And, and actually, in that order. In that <laughs> family third. <laughs> Got them. They do piss me off a lot. <laughs> More than the Raiders? Uh, oh, no. No, no. That's, that's not possible. Yeah. 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 The Raiders and Lakers that. definitely disappoint me more than my family. <laughs> Hammer, you, I you know, like I, everything. I, I do consume a lot and, and and to ben's point 
you know, pop culture, I, I feel like I see the posts that are going on with Met Gala, so I know it happened, and yeah. I see the outfits. And I, not to sound like a bunch of crotchety old men here, but it's I can't differentiate the, wow, that was a great outfit, to, wow, they look awful. Yeah. To me, it, it's just all oh, yeah, totally. like a, a splatter. And again, Wait, hold on. You're the guy four... that watches uniforms and talks about <laughs> exactly. them. So how That's do you a not, good point. How do you not look at these dresses and go, oh, she rocked Although, it if there person. was a Met Gala for uniforms, <laughs> you know, Eric would be in. You know, you're right. Yeah, you're absolutely right. No, it's just I don't. To me, there might be something I said. Oh, that's kind of an interesting take, or that's kind of cool. They tried something different. And they'll say, "Can you believe that they're wearing this?" So I, I, I'm saying I can't differentiate. Doesn't mean I don't have a personal opinion on which uniform I think is best at the Met Gala. <laughs> but uh, you know, this is if, if you t- took a, a picture of the room right now, I don't know that anyone wants to ask uh, yeah. our our opinions on fashion. Clearly, not. <laughs> yeah, clearly not. <laughs> but I mean, True Oscars, that. awards shows. But I even mean, literally, all the things that people get excited about. Yeah, n- not interested. <laughs> you care but less. even Kentucky Derby. Did anyone? Can anyone in this room tell me who won? Singletariat. Oh, I the d- guy that was I sixty-five know, uh, to one. You just maximum you, security. You, hold on, yeah. I want to yeah. stop right now. Yeah, ben, ben just yeah. combined Mike Singletary and, and, and Secretariat <laughs> and said Singletariat. <laughs> wow. So I just we need to take a moment to appreciate. We need to. If there's a horse with that name, we need to bet on it. <laughs> Mike Singletariat. Yeah, Mike Singletariat. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Can't coach him. Yeah, obviously I didn't watch. Oh man. But I know it came. To, it was a controversial decision, right? Yeah. So there was yeah. someone in guy horses. Yeah. One yeah. was disqualified. Yeah, that's very soccer. It's video yeah. assisted replay there. <laughs> Without the flop, no one, no one got that joke in the room. But I, the, I they're did. listening at home. They loved it. <laughs> <laughs> that's why we're the best. Have you that's guys? Right. I know this is a weird question. What does Harry Doyle say? Ah, no one's listening. To <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and I know this is a weird question, but has anybody ever named a horse if they ever? Like, because you know, how, Jeff knows I love naming things. So I literally you have named a fictitional, fictitional, <laughs> fictitious <laughs> single horse. Yeah. If I ever were to own one, if I was going to full it. disclosure, we uh, watched the last couple quarters of the, uh, or I guess it'd be the last half. half. Of I think the, that's how that works. <laughs> the Golden State Houston game, and so we're a few beers deep. We're doing yes. beer tonight. Yes, way, we so. are. Yeah, already. So, story. anyways, I if what I, is if your I horse's had, name? I don't have a horse. Mr. Ed. His his mom. That way, if I come in second, oh. I still win because it would be Michael. Wait, Mike Singletariat beats his mom. Oh. Ah, yeah, it's clever. Yeah, that thank clever. you. Appreciate it. Clever. Appreciate it. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> dum, and dum. I feel like in it, horses, you could get away with. Yeah, that. you could totally get away with Funky weird yeah. names. Yeah. yeah, especially if you're at Santa Anita, you can get away with a lot of things. Wow. Do you that. want to elaborate on that, Eric? <laughs> yeah. You guys ever heard that? All Is the, that for guys that don't after dark? Horses? Yeah, all the horses that are dying. Yeah. They've killed oh, like yes. 40 horses yes, this yes. year. Yes, that something. I did hear about that. Yeah. This should be a show topic. Yeah. If we had a podcast, we'd talk about it. Yeah. Mm. No, I did not know that that was a thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If, if you hurt, if the horse hurts themselves in a race, what? they a leg injury, they will, they will um, euthanize no, the horse. But they've been dying like at, at an abnormal rate. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Right. There's yeah. something weird going on. I think it's inbreeding. Well, if you want to get Jeff involved, they're human trafficking the horses. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate Jeff. you Passionate saying Jeff. that right after he said inbreeding. There's no inbreeding for those that were listening uh, not we'll, closely enough. We'll, follow, we'll do a follow-up report. Yeah. yeah. Santa Anita yeah I, I've read about, some of those articles. Yeah, Ooh, we'll do a Guys in Shorts exclusive, <laughs> hard-hitting. You're going to go undercover on location. Yeah, I'll wear a mustache and everything. Oh, on yeah. Top of my, on top of my beard. <laughs> this is getting good. Not Save not, not for two more months, but you know we'll we'll get there. Yeah, I'll yeah. get back to you August fourth. Right. <laughs> right. All right. Let's talk some Lakers. What the heck is going on? Oh, ben? I'm going to let Vic talk about this, and then I'm going to shit on it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, you know what's surprising? Okay. Yes, I understand the Lakers. Uh, it's a weird time to be a Laker fan, right? Um, but I, Ben, I thought you would be on board on why they wouldn't want why Ty Ru, why they are now reporting Ty is not a Laker coach. Uh, I'm I'm well. You give your point of view, and then I'll give mine. Well, because uh, I, I will say this. So why is I agree with some coach? of it, and I disagree with the other part. So go ahead. The 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 news that's coming out is that the Lakers did not want to give him a long term contract, and that he uh, they were looking to line him up with the LeBron. LeBron. Right. And so he was looking at five years, da 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 da, da amount mm-hmm. of money, and the most that they would offer him is three years. Right. And they wouldn't go past the three years. So I yeah. thought Ben would love that. I, I do. Okay. That, that part okay. I like. Okay. And and the fact that they, they were going to offer him, I think it was like $5 million his first year, I think $6 million his second, and then $8 million for the third season. Uh, I'm okay with that. 
the part that I disagreed with, and and I, this is again, I, I always I always say that the Lakers are turning into the Raiders. That the Raiders, this is this is a total Raider move, and that is we will hire you to be your uh, to be the head coach, but we're going to choose your assistants, and you know Ty Lue. Now, granted, you know he's he's only had a couple years as a head coach. In fact, when he went to Cleveland, he was the assistant coach and only got placed into the head coach position because they fired David Blatt. They needed somebody to step in, and he was LeBron's boy. I was going to say, someone argued that he was still the assistant coach because LeBron was really running, agreed, agreed. <laughs> running the show over there. So, so you know, but in, in to his credit, those three years that he was there, he made the NBA Finals three times. He won a championship in Cleveland, yeah. which means a lot. So, you know, he is a NBA-winning head coach. And so, you know, his argument to the Lakers is, you know, hold on here. I'm I'm a, I'm I'm in a very elite status of you know, the, of the coaching ranks in the fact that I've Is won an NBA championship. Yeah, <laughs> and so he feels that he deserves five years. Now I I side with the Lakers that. The reason why they're bringing him in, and it's completely obvious, is because he's LeBron's boy. So let's line up the contract with LeBron's time frame. So I'm good with that. I'm also good with the fact that they were sort of undercutting what you know he thinks his fair market value is. Because to be honest with you, I think you can throw me out there, and I think that they're going to win the same number of games that they would if Ty Lue is out there. Oh. Titanic because, all because over LeBron, again. <laughs> because LeBron is running things Bless you, behind the scenes. So so uh, so you know I as 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 a Laker management person I think they know that. So they're going to pay him essentially to be the figurehead just so that you know it it LeBron isn't actually coaching the team but in reality everybody knows that he is. Yeah. So Ty Lue he, he steps back and he says look I'm worth more money. And I'm okay with Ty Lue stepping back from that. The part that I don't like is that the Lakers are saying well we want, you know uh, when we interviewed Jason Kidd we were really impressed with what he brought to the table. Not impressed enough to hire him as a head coach, but we'll put him in an assistant position, which is almost like they want him to work in the organization for a few years so that they can then groom him, groom him to yeah. become the head coach. And then in three years which when LeBron is No gone. head coach is ever going to take that job. If you're hiring a coach, you have to let him bring in his guys. And that's where I feel like it's very Raider-esque. And at this point, I feel like the Lakers – they're the. Any good NBA coach are going to look at the Lakers and say, I don't want to work for that dumpster fire. So they're going to be like the Raiders in the sense that now they have to go out and get that that next John Gruden when he's 35 years old. And they really have to hit a home run with somebody that you know nobody was ever looking at when this is the most prestigious franchise in the NBA. That's that's what they've been reduced to now. And that it's an embarrassing uh, state of affairs for Laker fans and the Laker organization. Yeah, you know, I don't, I don't know if I put too much credence in those reports because there was other names that were thrown. Tom Thib- Thibodeau was also out there as yeah. like yeah. allegedly the well, Lakers wanted LeBron, to bring in. LeBron wanted him to be the defensive coordinator. Yeah, because well, that's what I mean. He but would, he would crack, crack the the whip. But you, on how the how can right. you have Jason Kidd and Tom Thibodeau and and Ty It Lee. just sounds like it's yeah. it just sounds like this shit that coaches, these are people yeah. are making up because they yeah. didn't know what the real story was until later on tonight when there was like it's five versus three well, and that's all that it was. Well, and and to Ben's credit, I think. Um, when you talk about the Lakers in 2000, if you would have said we want to bring three head coaches and two of them are going to be assistants, they'll yeah to work with Shaq and Kobe and they have this dynasty. Yeah, you can attract a bunch of head coaches to be assistants. Correct. But when you a team that's missed the playoffs and you you know have one marquee player and a lot of questionable assets surrounding them, you're not going to attract three head coaches to sit and waiting. And so yeah. so I it just doesn't seem realistic. So maybe they were making it up. Maybe they're not. But when you look back at this helicopter view, the Lakers could not land Ty Lue, and that's embarrassing. And, and that's to be true. honest with you, this is why I think that it was such a travesty that the Lakers went ahead and fired or put Luke Walton in the position where he felt like he had to quit when he only had one year left on his contract. You know, they, there was not a better replacement for Luke Walton. And, and we've, like we've already stated, you know, there was a lot of reasons yeah. why you can – Say that the things that happened this season were not really in Luke Walton's you know favor, and they weren't really his responsibility. Yeah. So because the Lakers forced his hand, or they fired him, whoever, whatever story you want to believe, now we're left with finding a head coach without having a basketball president of operations. We don't know what well, the direction of this team is going to be at this moment. Is there an interim? Do we know who the head coach is as of now? No, there head is coach. No, no, yeah, no so, head coach. But and, that's the thing. They fired someone. They don't have. There's no one. Right. There's and, literally no one. Right. And so like Genie. You know, Jeannie's hands off. She's like, that's not my, I'm not part of, you know, between the lines. Like now we don't know if it's Palinka, if she's given well, Palinka. Well, for the head coach? Yes. Well, no, apparently it's, it's, a, it's a bunch of people. Oh, is it? 
Yeah, and Je- and Jeannie's one of them. Well. It's Jeannie, the two brothers, and Kurt Rambis, Kurt Rambis' yeah. wife, and Rob Palinka are all in on trying to get a coach. Oh, yeah. So Raider ask. It's, it's wow. really bad. So yeah. it's, it's, it's really bad. We're in a bad spot right now. Uh, and I don't, I don't think LeBron can get us out of it. No, absolutely not. Oh, I not. do. It, it, you know, and actually, at this point, if you can trade him for some high draft picks, oh, I, I God, say you do. Go. You're already a dumpster <laughs> fire. I don't know. You're going to suck. You're gonna, okay, listen. Hold on. I don't know pump, if it's pump a hit the brakes. I agree with Ben. Pump No, pump the brakes. Whoa. Before Before all these injuries started happening, Ben has said this before, the Lakers were in fourth place. They actually had, I think it was in the top three defensive uh, uh, teams when, when everybody was healthy. And so I don't think I don't think you throw it just it just sounds crazy to me. Yeah, it is crazy. You, yeah, that you have a guy who averaged what twenty seven point. He almost averaged a triple double. It, it's uh, and I think he was the highest. Th- those three were the highest for somebody his age. So well, it, that's the thing. And at his age, he's missed missed an extended amount of games. Yep. And so right. that was the no, concern. But- He'd say, "Well, LeBron hasn't really gotten hurt. So what's to say? Well, we're." First year with the Lakers, we're starting to see yes. that turn. So that is a concern. But his basketball skills have not diminished. Yeah, well, they no, have no one's questioning the basketball. They have diminished. No, they haven't. The basketball <clears throat> skills are still solid. I, I, I wouldn't say yeah, he's so, at, he's prime LeBron. Correct. Well, no, but 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 but, but he's in, he's in, at this point in his career, he's an injury concern. Yes. So is it? Well, it looks like Kevin Durant might be too. So the but that's okay. But that's beyond what, what I'm saying is is you have a team that was in fourth place when everybody was healthy, and you have a bunch of young guys that 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 I mean, you might not think that they're really good. I think that they're really good. I think I, I think there's two or three guys on this team that are going to become really big stars eventually. Are, is there another all star on this squad now? No. Absolutely. I'm not. asking Vic. I know. I know your thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> who's, um, who's, who's the other all star? I, I think you can. I, you, if if Lonzo Ball doesn't get hurt and Brandon Ingram doesn't get if, hurt, if if if. What does that? Wait. <laughs> no. Fight. When you the say fight. when you the say guy who doesn't like chance. When you say somebody's yeah. an all star, you go, "Hey, like this guy's an all star." I just said LeBron is an all star, even though he got hurt this year. There's no well, if because, about it. No, because, so the fact that you have to preface okay, saying that but, somebody is an all star by saying if this guy no, does it, no, no, that's that wrong. How, how, does, how do people get voted into being an all star? Fans, thank yeah, you, dumbass so, fans. So you can't say that you can't pump up an all star and then call the way you get being into an all star dumbass. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, the fans can't do that. Don't so like if you're gonna Lakers. pump up somebody as being an all star, you can't put down the way they become an all star. That doesn't make any sense. You think so? Lonzo it's Ball's the fans. It's yes. Popular like that? No, 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 okay. no. What your question was is if who who could be the next? Who who should who could who's, be who's an, an, an all star right. right. now? No, he didn't no, say no. now. Who, who's going to be not an say now? Oh. Yeah, I, I I see a path where. So Lonzo my point and, is, and without Ingram don't become all star. That's why I asked. Oh, absolutely. Well, it's totally possible. Yeah, I'm not saying that it's 100 percent sure that they are, but you asked me who could be. Brandon Ingram is going to be an all star. I guarantee you that. I have no doubt in my mind that he is going to be an all-star. You give Lonzo Ball a year, especially the way that he seems to have grown in the offseason by separating himself from from all that other shit that's going I think uh, LeBron James actually is a great influence yeah. on him. And and you can see him starting as to grow and become his own man. The, yeah. yeah, yeah, that's a good a role model for him. I'll yeah. give you that. And um, uh, Brandon Ingram, I mean, the kid, he's what, 22, 23? Somewhere yeah, around there. But he weighs like a 15-year-old. I meant 22 pounds. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> that kid, he has everything. He literally has – he just needs time. That's all he needs is time. And and this team, w- when everybody was healthy, where it was a hell of a good team, you had players from other teams mentioning during that stretch when the Lakers were in fourth place, you had teams when they would interview them and the, the guys would say, yeah, you can see it. Like you can see that there's something special with this team. Yeah. So uh, to to say that this is it's a dumpster. I understand that this is not the Lakers that we're used to, and 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 there is something else going on in the front office, right? There's something going on that we don't know about. That being said, they did get us LeBron. They got us these draft picks, and they got us a team that can win. <laughs> <laughs> The, the stats show it. <laughs> I, I, I think, think what Vic says is is relevant. Like I the, the t- I, think I think it was. I think we're. Shit. I think we're letting the dumpster fire that is yeah. the front office yeah. and the and the behind the scenes operations kind of cloud that this. But team it's all related. Is it is absolutely. It's all related. No, it's not. No, it's not. And I'll tell you why. Because uh, Mr. Bus was the first one that said, "You know what cures everything? Winning. Winning. But but if you, if, if the team was winning, if this like if this Laker team had made it to. 
the, the, the playoffs and, and, and lost in the first round, and then Luke Walton gets fired. It's a totally different set. It's a totally well, different way I that people what, write about what it. What Eric is saying is that the, the front office could like demolish the yeah. this yeah. good if they thing don't have the relationship. But it's the going. same front office that has built this. No, it's not. Well, they, they built this. They got LeBron. <laughs> yeah, they, they did. But that. they also signed. This Evan, is the, they also got all. all they the signed Luol Deng, and they signed you know Mozgov, and and uh, no, shipped that, out. That was no, I know that was before. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they were trying to fix that mess. But where, where it just seems like, if to me, I would say if I had to bet money, who's going to be an All Star outside of LeBron James? I'd bet Brandon Ingram. But. If you're going to bring another piece to help LeBron, he's one of the names that's on there that you would ship out. So that's the concern, and that's why it's a little well bit because of a they're not willing fire. to yeah. wait. They have a small window yeah. with LeBron. That's the only reason why. If LeBron's not on the team, then he doesn't get traded. Yeah, and he still might not get traded. It depends on what happens in the offseason. And I guarantee you this: if another player comes, if another big asset comes, and the Lakers start winning next year, they won't. suddenly, <laughs> all right. Well, to suddenly <laughs> this front office is going to be ah, well, and because people on, will forget because yeah. the Lakers are winning, and it's going to see depend on who bring in. So let's bring this back to the coach. So Ty Lue is out. Well, apparently this, it doesn't matter as long as you let whoever, as long as you bring in a patsy that's going to let LeBron James coach. Who <laughs> right. cares who the coach that's is? That's true. Uh, that's so, why I suggested that. <laughs> so why is it LeBron such a big deal? If, if you're, if you're <laughs> yeah. if, why eliminate the middleman? If, yeah. you're, if you're Jason Kidd, <laughs> but that's what these two guys are arguing about, like. That there's no coach, so this is the dumpster fire. Well, Ben offered well, his no. services. No, he I, did. Listen, I, it's he a did. dumpster fire because the front me, office bringing in players to attract to attract yeah. anybody with with talent. You know, to and yeah, attract that's Kawhi how I'm Leonard, looking at it. To attract, uh, you know, um, uh, what's the guy from the Celtics? Uh, Kyrie Irving. In order to attract these guys, you Should have a not coach. Only, in not place. only do you have to have <laughs> they promise do. on the LeBron, court, <laughs> but I think that you have to have a cohesive front office that is selling the same story and i think that right now in that front office you've got palenka fighting for his job you got genie that doesn't know what she's doing everybody's trying to cover their ass in in the press and make themselves look good where when you all you want to do is win you want to be around others that want to achieve the same thing and, and right that's now, why LeBron's the Lakers are not team. focused on that and that's why oh, i think see, free I agents think and coaches look at this organization and say there's absolutely There's a no difference. way in hell. I would rather go to the Clippers because the Clippers right now, it's obvious that they're better run than the Lakers. There's, and they've got a better product on the court already. And and if and if the whole idea is to try to come to Los Angeles, there's absolutely no way with anybody that's got any sort of talent is going to choose to sign with the Lakers versus the Clippers today. I don't believe that. There's a difference between being uh, – what was the word that you used? You said, um, crap, now completely – Don't Vic. get old, dude. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> but Dumpster the, fire? No, he used a word Tom to Thibodeau. describe Sec- Sing- Singletariat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to Never help. mind, I forgot what the, what the word was and I can't think of it now because I'm let old. Me, I tried steering it once, I'll steer it again. So who's the next coach? If you're Tom Thibodeau or Jason Kidd, do you want this job now that No, I don't want Jason it? Kidd. Yeah. I don't want Mark Jackson. But do they want it? I have no Does, idea. Yeah. Good times. There you go. Hot Laker talk. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They well, should, they should go try to get Mike I, still don't know, I was going to say, I still don't know who the coach is going to be. Yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> coach okay. Clue. All right. How about that Max Kellerman? <laughs> was this clickbait? I he can't believe you guys. Well, it depends on which thing. Yes. He claims that uh, Kawhi Leonard you know what? is more clutch than our beloved Kobe Bryant. I claim that Clay Thompson is much more clutch than Kobe Bryant. Really? I don't have to back it up with anything. And Max oh. Kellerman doesn't have to back it up with anything. So there you go. You do have to back it up with something. Max though. didn't. Did, he, he didn't have starts, stats or percentages. He just started yeah. spouting off stuff, and it didn't make any sense. It was just his opinion. Got to yeah. be honest. I didn't see it. So were there any stats to back it up? Did he say number of game-winning shots? Did he bring any of that up? I think No, I think he just, just said yeah. in general. He's riding the hot hand. Mm-hmm. He that's wants to get it's it's not, hot right now. Clickbait. And so, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Good. You, so it's just clickbait. Yeah. We're all in agreement. Yes. It's ridiculous. That statement. Well, he followed that up with a re- another ridiculous statement that uh, Larry Fitzgerald uh, might make the Hall of Fame. <laughs> which That's a weird statement. He's like a first ballot Hall yeah. of Famer That's a by, no-brainer, yeah. by all accounts. But his argument is because he's playing so long, and this is where it is kind of interesting, it, it's not, I don't think it makes any sense, but it's an interesting conversation, is that Larry Fitzgerald, by playing so far past his prime, he's hurting his chances of getting into the Hall of Fame. Any truth to that? 
No, I don't think so. No, because you put a, if you put up decent numbers, you're a number one target. He he he. I you know I don't know off the top of my head how many records he has, but I'm I'm sure he has records. In, in he's some like categories. second, third, he's and fourth in, in a lot of categories. Yeah, yeah. If, you, if you look at Arizona Cardinals, he's probably number one in all receiving yeah. categories. Oh, yeah. So should Shaq when, make the Hall of Fame? <laughs> well, and I was I was gonna say yeah. Kobe Is that did a the question? same thing. He right. sucked last four years of his career. Yeah, yeah so did the Shaq does. Yeah. Kobe's last. Year. Yeah, they're gonna. I'm put just a, asking. They're gonna put Absolutely. him in a Suns jersey in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> So I, I I never bought the you should stop while you're ahead or you you shouldn't keep playing well, a gambling maybe. just because oh. you're gonna ruin your legacy like like when Jordan came back with the Wizards yeah. nobody remembers that that didn't oh I do yeah. and I think it ruined a little bit of his legacy not even a little bit <laughs> ladies and gentlemen Matt Skeller I'm the biggest I'm the biggest Lakers fan I'm the I'm the biggest Kobe fan uh, yeah I think that Kobe's last contract hurt his legacy. I but don't think so. We at all. still voted him like the best yeah. thing no, in I, Los agreed, Angeles. Agreed. But I think in my head, that legacy would have been even greater had those last two years never happened. Just like I feel with the same thing with Jordan. Here's, so here's, like so like when a, a singer dies early, like a Jimi Hendrix or Kurt I'll, Cobain. I'll give you an example. I'll give you an example. Or for, James for singing, Dean for, for actor. And I think I've brought it up on a previous episode, but the, the lead singer of the Beatles. What was his name? Uh Paul McCartney. Paul McCartney. So Paul McCartney. <laughs> Look at so no no, no. Um, hear me out. I don't know what it was, but I, I was watching this show with Stephanie, and I don't know if it was a Grammy or, or it was one of those like award shows, and she had it on in the background, and and Paul McCartney was singing, and I mean literally it was like a dog going oh when a fire engine goes by, like it was terrible. I think we found your and, new intro, Ben. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I and and as I'm listening to this, I I thought back to myself. I said, you know, had he quit. 20 years ago when he still had a voice and he was still had charisma up on stage. I think that people would look at him. Now the reason why he's beloved is because he was part of the Beatles and he represents an entire generation. So maybe that was the Avenue of the Grammys or whatever he was performing to try to get that demographic to actually watch by saying that he was going to play. But it was obvious that he doesn't have the talent anymore that he used to. And in my estimation, anybody that can't recognize when they've lost it, and they continue to do it just to make a dollar like Mike Tyson at the end of his career, I believe it hurts legacy. I respectfully disagree. I yeah, I can I can agree that it hurts legacy, but I don't think it takes away their Hall of Fame potential. I just looked up Larry Fitzgerald's stats. He's third in receptions, right. you know, behind Tony Gonzalez and Jerry Rice. He's like sixth he's in third, touchdowns or he's something. He's third yeah. in yardage behind Jerry Rice and Tony Gonzalez. And he's eighth in touchdowns. Right. So if there's other wide receivers in the hall of fame who are below him on the those lists then yeah. he he deserves to be on the list well, so let me let, me, let me let me ask you a question <clears throat> babe ruth how many nfl uh reception <laughs> yards did you, he have? you were the ruth. only one alive when he was playing but <laughs> yes but i actually i yeah <laughs> babe ruth the old babe ruth argument let's hear it. is his Pull legacy cherry, tarnished well so joe dimaggio is his, his legacy him, demolished we, we, but here's the thing is that you don't hear about the last years you know, you hear my point is exactly. I, I so that's my Th- point. That's the thing is maybe For you're people right. forget the maybe bad years. Maybe you're right in the sense that it takes a little bit longer, or you got to you need a little more separation from yeah. it to forget those those awful people last years. Them. But people forget. Yep. And their legacy, I don't think it tarnishes the legacy at all. Maybe maybe it's still too soon with Kobe because Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is still affecting this crappy Lakers team. But in another five. Ten years. It's still going to be affecting this crappy Lakers team. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't think it affects it at so, all. So here's yeah. here's my take on the Larry Fitzgerald thing: is that unfortunately for him, he played on a team. Now, I, I think his first couple of years he played with Kurt Warner when when they were actually competitive. But for the most part, during the prime years of his career, he played with no quarterback on a team that had no chance at winning. Yeah, and had he played for the Patriots. For the 15 years that he's been in the league or whatever it is and he's won six uh super bowl titles and you know he would be thrown thrusted up with jerry rice at being one of the best receivers to ever live um i think that he because he was able to still put up stats on a team with no quarterback i think he belongs in the hall of fame yeah but i, I think the people that vote 
We'll put look, factor right. that in. But I, but I do agree with Max Kellerman that the more that he plays, I sort of feel, and he brought up both Vince can Carter. be true. I think both are true. But I think he brings up can the hurt your legacy. Like That's the most hammered <laughs> most Eric thing it's ever. Good to have I you swear. back, buddy. It's good to have you back. But like Vince Carter, you can tarnish 70, your legacy and still be Hall of Fame worthy. Like Vince, but, but I don't think it's tarnishing at all, old, right? So like, if you look at Vince Carter in the NBA, he he might end up being like the sixth highest scorer in NBA history, right? And but. You know, and, and for like seven or eight years, he was Hall of Fame caliber. But the only reason that he's statistically where he's at is because he played for so many years. So I think that the argument Max is making is that he is ranked eighth in touchdowns and third in, in yardage or whatever the statistics that you just read. A lot of it is because he's played four years past when he should have. But would you say that about Tony Gonzalez? He just retired. No, Tony was, was productive to the very end. You're saying Fitzgerald's not productive at all? I don't. He's not productive, and like he was, but he's still productive. Uh, okay, he's still. You, you know, he's I still, take him as the Raiders. Yeah, uh, that's what GM I'm saying. Right if, if you're an opposing team, you he's still a threat. He's still you know what you get. About. He's a possession receiver. He's big and he's got good hands. Sounds like a Hall of Famer to me. There you go. There you have it. Larry, 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 Larry. He's first ballot. First ballot. All right, let's move on, shall we, uh, guys? We got a poem. Ooh, this is nice. a, I missed all the poetry. You really yeah, did. You missed it. You owe us a poem. I know, you're oh, right. I hammered. do. I'll see you guys again. August. I'll, yeah. br- I'll bring that back for you. For, <laughs> for those who didn't l- listen to a few episodes ago, uh, we, we, we had a poet, an honest to God poet on the show. <laughs> and then we said, you know what? We could write some poems. And so then we wrote poems and it's kind of become an ongoing thing. Well, we, uh, we got a write in poem from, one of our favorite listeners, Saskatchewan, and just Alaska. good all-around dude, Cliff Ooh. from Northern California. He uh, he wrote in a poem, and uh, I told him I'm reading it on the show. So, you guys ready for this? Have you read it already? <clears throat> oh, I have. Oh, okay. And it's gold. Here we go. The Guys in Shorts podcast is a laugh most of the time until they left sports and went to spitting rhymes. They felt the need to stop following their teams since a lack of championships has lowered their esteem. (laughs) Jeff keeps them on task and is often astute, but don't get him started on vetting prostitutes. (laughs) (laughs) Ben was an athlete that gets quite indignant. D1, he calls out as he's aggressively ignorant. (laughs) Darren is Asian with a ton of money. (laughs) Give up on the angels and the ram, okay, honey? Oh, wow. In, in wow. Thai accent. He said he wanted to make sure that that was but said why in a Thai, thai accent. Yeah. <laughs> Who's Thai? He's I German. I <laughs> Victor has useless facts and always fights Ben. Oh, no, the argument is going in a circle again. <laughs> Hammer shows up for a third of the shows. That's fine, I guess, since soccer blows. <laughs> I'm surprised I made the list, to be honest. <laughs> the Guys in Shorts podcast is great for my drive. Listening to their failures is what keeps me alive. That's awesome. Well done. Well done. Man. Well done. done. Nailed it. Nailed it. I think when they say, uh, I think it was Howard Stern, he says, Howard Stern listeners listen for an hour, but people who hate him listen for three hours. There you go. <laughs> I think that's Cliff. That's yeah. That's <laughs> given listen. as to why they want to yeah. hear what he says next. <laughs> that's right. He hate listens for sure. <laughs> oh, thanks, Cliffy. We appreciate that. All right. Moving on. Uh, ben, you found an interesting article on Dallas Keuchel. Yes. That uh, I'm, I'm curious to get your thoughts on this. So why don't you fill us in and, and give your take? Okay, oh. so... Do you is that guys... a person or is that some a disease you have? <laughs> <laughs> I've, I'm, I've come down with the Gallus. Yeah, I never would have guessed that's yeah. how you pronounce the last name. Never. <laughs> if it's red, it itches, you should go to the doctor. <laughs> yeah. All right. The so old no, Dallas Keuchel. Okay. So <laughs> for those of you who don't know who Dallas Keuchel is, he was a or he is a starting pitcher uh, in Major League Baseball. He used to play for the Houston Astros. Astros. Yep. And this upcoming or this last season, he came up for contract, and like Machado, like Harper, he had a certain number in his head. And every article that I've read does not disclose what that number is, whether it be a number of years or what, you know, uh, value of the contract or, you know, a salary per year. But he went through the entire offseason. He was he was made several offers from many teams and decided to not take any of them. His agent is Scott Boris. And even in fact, Scott Boris has said in some respects, hey, this is a good deal. You ought to take it. And Dallas kind of took a step back and said, no. 
I feel like I my talents are worth this amount of money. So here he is, goes through spring training, still doesn't have a job. Now we are a month and a few weeks into the regular season, still doesn't have a job. And so, you know, the article essentially was, is he going to sit out the entire season? And they started comparing him to Le'Veon Bell. Like, you know, because yeah. I think the Astros offered him one year at, you know, 20 million a season or something like that. And he opted to stay away. And so the question that I had for you guys is, do you think that he's right in the way he is taking this in, in, in the sense that, you know, whatever that number is that he shouldn't uh, accept anything less? Or do you think that at some point he's wrong and maybe that's just not what the market bears and he should just take whatever that best offer is? I think he's wrong. And I think he's wrong because if you ha- know, knowing your price and not settling for something lower, I respect that you want to get what your value, what your, you feel you're worth. Yes. But the market dictates the value. Agreed. And if no one is willing to pay you that money, then you need to figure out what someone is willing to pay you and you need to take it. Let's say he thinks he's worth more than one year, 20 million. Right. Well, now he goes into next season. He holds out the whole year, hypothetically. And next year, there's another team who's going to look at him and say, oh, okay, he missed a whole season. Uh, I don't know how much money we want to give him, but they're not going to give him you know, one year, 40 million, because right. now he could have potentially had two years at that price. Right. But now he has nothing. Right. So he's essentially, let's say he does end up taking a deal for one year, 20 million next year. Right. If you space it out over two years, that's 10 million a season. Well, and using Le'Veon. As a, yeah. As so an it example. just, it just, and Le'Veon is a good example because yeah. he thought he was going to get paid, thought he was going to get paid, and it just never happened. Right. And now he's a year without playing. Yep. Teams are not sure if they want to take him or not. So at a certain point, and I, I think the season already started. Yeah. So if you have, he hasn't been now, respect to him, but at the same time, yeah. it's it's foolish. And, and to be quite honest with you, Scott Boris is the super agent yeah. in Major League Baseball. He's going to know what you're worth. And, and of course, as an agent, you're going to always tell your client, like, listen, I think you should take this deal because you get a percentage of whatever that deal is. But I think that Scott Boris is rich enough to not really rely on, yeah. you know, that 10% of That's why I'm whatever saying. this he's gonna contract is. He's going to know. He's so not he, banking on He really making, should yeah. have told Dallas at this point, saying, hey, listen, man, you're not going to get a better offer, you know? And so I, I, I tend to agree with you. I, I think that it's a bad move. But when, in the article, what it did say was that- up Well, to, it's a bad move and a good move. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there he is. Up, 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 until, up until, I think, the uh, beginning part of June, if any team signs him, then they have to give a draft pick I don't know if it's a first round pick or second round pick, but some draft pick to the Astros for yeah, signing. They were the last time. So, right. so what Dallas is thinking is that that's what's holding teams back, and so he thinks that if he waits past this June date, that but he then it's going to be prorated, offer. and he's still he's still losing money at the end of the day. Agreed. Does anyone agree? You know what? Hey, it's it's his career. It's his life. Yeah. It's his. It's his money. So yeah. if he, if if, yeah. if he's not willing to play if, for that price, I, guess, I mean, we don't really know who he is. So what if all he's ever wanted to do was just go live off the beach in Hawaii and get it's away expensive. from everything? I was just there. Sounds like Rick. No, but, <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I don't know who he is. Well, I and think he if, is, does live in Newport Beach. Oh yeah. So yeah. I mean, I, also expensive. If he has a family yeah. in it, I think that's totally different. Yeah. Um, because you have to take care of your family and stuff, but I mean, if he's if he's single and he just wants to go live, live off in, the fat of the you know, land, so yeah, right, you guys, <laughs> so what you guys if he's like a hippie it? or something? You, you strapped in know. for Hammer plays both sides. Yes, we're waiting. The one factor that we're not we're, we're looking at this from our perspective. He's already played in the major leagues. He's probably yeah. he's made millions already. So right. if yeah, he, what if it's, that doesn't if matter? He, to he, him. If he invested wisely, yeah. he may already have a house, have his cars, have uh, you know retirement plan set up. So he doesn't need the money now. So okay, he you wants. Mean, yeah. Well, but yeah. at the same time, he has a price that he wants. So he he want, he he's money hungry. Yeah, but that yeah, but, but that but might be. But, but that might be just. He might have an attitude of this is what I'm worth. This is what you're gonna pay me. Because if he really needed the money, then I think he would nobody take needs that Scott Boris's money. Yeah, but no, but, the, I, but you know what I'm. He might have. What if he has a three like million a dollar you know uh, mortgage yeah. or something? I, I don't know. You. Yeah, <laughs> he, where is, he needs to. Keep I think this a, is a why money up. what he's doing you know could play out in his favor is he's a he's a World Series winning pitcher yeah he's right? won the he, side in 2015 yeah. he's he's i'm sure he's not hurting for money right so he's holding out for the right team maybe that's where this i was gonna holding go holding out it. is 
what's the team going to pick him up later in this season? Yes. Is a team that can make a run. Yep. He's not going to get stuck on the Phillies like Bryce Harper. <laughs> you know, he's going to, yeah. you know. And, and Mike Araujo said they were going to give the Dodgers a run for the National League. <laughs> <laughs> Any chance you have to dunk on Mike Araujo. Ah, that guy doesn't know what he's talking right. about. You, down, you, down, you download the app, so you're in good shape. Yeah, well yeah, done. You know what? He's yeah. my friend. Yeah. But he doesn't go. know what he's talking about. <laughs> That's what you say about all your all friends. All of us, yeah. That's true. He really is. You're welcome, Michael Araujo. You're definitely on the inner circle. But uh, now, Dallas, you do you. Uh, Would you sign him, Ben? So, if you needed him, 31 year old pitcher who wants a lot of money, pitching depth. So so here, this is this is my thought. You have Kershaw. You need another starter. That's where I was going with it. So. You, you, you I, right now, Hinjin Ryu is by far the best pitchers on the the best pitcher on the Dodger staff. He's your game one starter in any playoff series. I think from there, we're still waiting for Bueller to sort of wake up. You know, the hope is that by the end of the Sophomore season, more some same thing whatever, with Cody whatever, went through whatever's last year. going on, he, Bueller, he's able Bueller. to figure it out. But, but I do think that if the Dodgers are at the top of the National League West going into the trade deadline in that area where you know that last week where you can sign a player that can make your 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 playoff roster if he's still available because it's prorated i think you can offer him a one year 40 million dollar deal give him 20 million for that last back half of the season <laughs> because to be quite honest with you if you know the dodgers would need that that depth or that support right and so that way your striplings or whoever else that's not going to be starting in your in your playoff series can go to the bullpen to bolster the bullpen if 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 he's the difference you know and he's your verlander that can get you over the top to win a series it's worth it for the dodgers and as a pitcher you don't want to sit out an entire season so you're going to want to at some point get your reps you know get your reps in and try to get, come in the next year and get that large contract and at 31 years old he doesn't have a lot of time yeah. so if the dodgers can overpay him for a half a season to come in and potentially win a world series have him pitch deep into october have all these gms see what this guy is still capable of doing it's it's really good for both parties so as a dodgers fan if we've got if we're not going to go over the, the the salary cap and have to pay a a penalty, and it helps us win a championship. I think it's absolutely something the Dodgers should look at doing. Ooh, what if he wants multiple years? I don't do it. Yeah, well, at thirty-one years old. Like that's well, what what thirty-one years, years with his ERA, I, I, I wouldn't do it. Yeah, because his ERA is already on the decline. So I think he, his his Cy Young season was like two point three or two point four in two thousand fifteen. Every subsequent year, it's got to be higher. And I think last season it was like three point seven. Mm-hmm. So he's given up four runs. Uh, almost four runs uh, per nine innings, yeah. and that's not good, when, right? when you think about when you think about <laughs> pools and you think about. Others, Sorry, I don't follow it, baseball. It's, it's tr- look, I'm not saying that it's you bad. It for 10 I'm years. saying that it's trending in the wrong direction. Angels so to it. sign a long term deal, you wouldn't want to do it for somebody of that age, seeing where the trend is going. Yeah, good talk, guys. Good talk. Agree to agree. Well really, really good. Hey, LeBron's got a new show on HBO. Yeah, and in case you were questioning. Whether you should watch it or not, Vic is here to tell us whether we should. Yeah, this should be just a quick, uh, easy segment, I'm hoping. But I'm sure somebody will have something to say. I was going to say, I'm, I'm glad we changed <laughs> well, I don't the have topics, away. Yeah. Uh, topics away from here. sports. Yeah. We've talked yeah. Lakers, Dodgers, <laughs> LeBron, LeBron, yeah. Max yeah. Kellerman. <laughs> Pop culture podcast, yeah. ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I checked out his show and uh, it's, I, actually, I love it. Really? It's, yeah, I've heard I mean, good things. Yeah, what is it? It's just it's it's supposed to be shot in a barbershop, okay. And they just bring on people, and they're supposed to you know talk like they're at a, at a barbershop, and that's the feel honestly that you get. Like you get people um, that it seems like they're tra- talking about things that they wouldn't normally talk if they went on like in a late show or something. Okay. Like you know, so so it's like the guys in shorts of uh, HBO. TV yes, shows. Oh. yes, that's exactly. They stole yeah, they stole our idea, but. Um, <laughs> I, one of the things that I wanted to play with for you was that LeBron actually talked about uh, magic and how the whole magic thing went down. And um, yikes! Did he name names? Uh, it's a. I'm going to play about a, <laughs> a, a minute clip, and uh, the headlines were saying that we're kind of. I didn't understand the headlines because they made it sound like LeBron was throwing him under the bus. It was like yeah, like it was like really pissed, and you could tell he wasn't happy. But I don't. To me, he doesn't come off as being pissed. So I kind of wanted to see what you guys thought. Magic step down. What was that? How did you find that? Yeah. What was that process? I like? do him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about magic step. 
down through him. Yeah, he came locker room. Yeah, and I found, out from, I found out from Randy. Between my stretching session, my right hand comes to me and say, Maddie just stepped down. And I'm like, man, get the fuck out of my face. You bullshit. <laughs> I go check my phone. I look at it. The shit happened. Personally, for me, I came here to be a part of the Lakers organization, having a conversation with Magic. So it was just weird for him to just be like, I'm out of here. And not even have no like, hey, Bron, kiss my ass, I'm gone. It's not, it wasn't even that. Yeah, but it was different for me. Like, like when I was, I was like, that shit crazy. <laughs> and I took a minute and I was like, yo, Kuz, what we doing tonight? Like, so that was Lonzo an ball. asshole. That's yeah, Lonzo that, that Ball. That was Lonzo right Ball there. talking. Oh. Yeah, at the end. So um Future All Star Lonzo Ball. Possibly. Yeah. <laughs> Future out of work NBA. Well, eventually, yeah, they're all out of in work. Two years. In two years. He's got ball in the family. <laughs> he does, yeah, something to fo- you like the show. I watched it once. Oh. <laughs> so if I only watched it once, I didn't really like the show. Yeah. So and actually in this episode, they actually talk about they they go over Lonzo with when he left uh, Big Baller Brand and the whole thing that happened with the family friend that was stealing money and da 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 da. Uh, Seth Rogen is on this episode. Uh, Don Cheadle. Um, wow. It's got some names. Um, so yeah. what was the question you had about the? Clip? Well, the question is is this okay? The 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 headlines were the headlines were. You know, LeBron's pissed off at the Lakers and Magic Johnson. Da, da, da. To me, he doesn't come off as pissed off. How did he sound to you guys? He sounded un- no. unhappy. He yeah, sounded pissed right? off at the situation. And I, but the only reason why it's not breaking news is we all had the same reaction. Right. I think when every fan who heard, wait, Magic's stepping down for, and he didn't tell Jeannie, and he just, it seems like he just decided to do this on a whim. Everyone had the same reaction. So, just to have it confirmed that the star player of the team didn't get a phone call, uh, you know, which is crazy. An important rookie on, the, or not yeah. a rookie, but an important young talent found out through LeBron. Yeah, I mean, it just well, that shows, I understand, but, <laughs> but it shows it shows. I don't how, think he would call any of the young guys, but the he should have really called. Was. He yeah. should have called LeBron. But I, I don't think LeBron's mad in the sense that <clears throat> I think we weren't the only ones that by that point in time was like. Magic is the difference maker of this team moving forward and being successful. So Magic stepping down, I think everyone was kind of like, oh, okay. You know, yeah. <laughs> that's surprising how it yeah. went down. LeBron but isn't saying, well, this now, is great. now we're not going to get anything done. Yeah, that's, Good. That now, yeah. yeah now we're kind of cleaning yeah. house. Now we can really, you know, see, take I, a new direction. So I don't see anger at all. I mean, yeah. I could see him maybe playing it up for the, the clickbait of it. You know, maybe get some ratings for his show, but right, right, right. Um, I I don't think he cares. Yeah. Here's okay. I <laughs> to speak out of both sides of my mouth. Oh, hammer's hey, here! Hammer. I'm rubbing off. I'm rubbing <laughs> off, guys. Good to be back. I I do. There there is a sense because I know LeBron and I know how he likes to take control What's he of like? situations. What's he like? Just okay. This is Listen, amazing. There's only one D1 athlete in the building. <laughs> I know your LeBron. Hair, you guys get your hair cut at the same shop? We do. We have we the do. same chest hair pattern. Based on on the history of just him being in the media, he, he likes to take control of situations. He likes to come in. He likes to dominate, right? So I, I do think that it's potential. The, the potential you of, guys have that in common. Yeah. <laughs> See, you're just ruining my shit, man. I lost my train of thought now. I love you, Because that stupid comment you just made. So there, there's an element of Maybe he he did feel kind of relieved, and now he now there's nobody else left in the organization to lean on, and maybe he is happy about it. But if the other the other side is maybe Magic when he sits down with LeBron, because remember the story was that Magic parked in front of his house, waited for nine o'clock to happen, goes into his house, and they have an hour and a half, two hour conversation. And what was reported at the time was Magic basically laid out the plan. He says, "Listen, you sign." Here are the free agents that we want to go out and get, the Rondos, the Lance Stevensons. We want to build a team that is that is positionless. We want to team, build a team that is going to defend every position, man on man, so that we can rival the Golden State Warriors at the end of the season. That was the story that he's told. And then probably on top of that is the plan is, is that we're going to go out there, we're going to, we're going to play well, we're going to go into the playoffs, we're going to make some noise. We're probably not going to win the whole thing this year, but other free agents are going to look at this as we're building for next year. And then we have cap space for another free agent. And this is what the plan is. So if LeBron signs on a four-year deal, 
trusting that the Lakers are going to follow this plan, and he's he's trusting Magic Johnson being the businessman. I do think that it's entirely possible that when Magic quits, and now this plan that was sold to him, and he's now got four years invested in this contract that he can't get out of unless the Lakers decide to trade him, that now you don't know who your president of the operations of basketball operations is. You don't sure. know who your head coach is. I think there absolutely could be an element where he looks at that and he says, this is bullshit. And yeah, I'm but really I, upset. I think that would be frustration at the whole situation, not at Magic specifically, because you're right. And, and maybe if Magic had stepped down right after giving him that whole pep talk, but Magic stepped down, you know, after maybe we all kind of realized, all right, that was a little smoke and mirrors with Magic it, and and the substance really wasn't wasn't yeah. there. Again, I don't think anyone thinks that Magic was going to be the difference maker in the Lakers' success. So well, let's play back a clip from episode 145. <laughs> <laughs> Magic, right. our savior. So I, I think I, I think that what Magic was relying on is, is and, and there's a story about Kobe Bryant years ago when Kobe was actually talking about going either to the Bulls or to the LA Clippers. Clippers yeah. And and actually, I, I just watched the the Kobe Bryant I interview thinking of yeah that. <laughs> but I just watched the Kobe Bryant interview with Shaquille O'Neal where they actually talk about that and he said finally my wife and I, I know about catch time. up with us ben, there, ben. Ben's like hey we should yeah. talk about this show on the behind, show, show we the talked about it a year ago when it <laughs> came out but but Kobe talked about it. he says we're we're looking for school districts in these in this particular neighborhood in Chicago because I was going to be a Chicago Bull yeah. and Jerry Buss had a knack at being able to to really talk to these younger players and to say the right things at the right time. And so Magic was brought up and mentored by Jerry Buss. So I think that Magic, because he had that relationship with Buss, thought that he would have the ability to do the same thing. And it worked with LeBron in our eyes because we signed LeBron. In reality, I think LeBron was coming to Los Angeles no matter what because he wanted to live here. Right. <laughs> but I, I truthfully believe that if Magic, you know, in that room with LeBron is as charismatic as he is on camera, which you know he's going to be. I think you can sell ice to an Eskimo. You know, I think that's who Magic could be. Yeah. So I think LeBron may have per, you know, bought in and said, yeah, let's do that for a year. We'll have cap room and, and we're going to sign Durant. We're going to sign it because I believe in Magic. So yeah. the fact that Magic walks away, doesn't say anything, I think says a lot about Magic as a person. And and you know we talk about losing respect for people. I think Magic was probably the, the best Laker ever until Kobe, uh, uh, you know, donned the Laker jersey. I think when Magic became the head coach, I think it dropped a little bit. I think now with Magic being the president of basketball operations, to me, he's out of the conversation of best Laker ever because I think he's hurt his legacy by doing those two wow. things. I don't know about that. But what are your thoughts on, what are your thoughts on magic as a late night talk show host? Again, again, another failed venture, you know? Yeah. Well, and, and Jeff said it. What I, about I, chairman of the uh, <laughs> HIV awareness board oh, under the George yeah, Bush administration? Yeah. Moving on. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I, it seems like it was a little bit of smoke and mirrors and what it reminds me. And you said it, you could sell ice to an ex Eskimo. I think now, and having a brother who works in sales and, and, you know, you look at an old school salesman and it's talk the talk mm -hmm. and BS, you mm -hmm. know, and I'm not, I won't say it. I'll say it off air. You know, I know some people who they talk that game, yeah. but yeah. you know, now you need to know how to work, <laughs> do a word document. You know, yeah. how need to know how to fire an email. You need to know how to crunch some numbers. Yeah. You can't just talk that talk anymore. Right. The game has changed. And I think magic learning from Dr. Bus said, Oh, I got the Dr. Bus routine down, yes. but the Dr. Bus routine, routine is it's, not, but, but it's, it's that, knowing the room, but it's knowing the room, but that, that doesn't work anymore. Now it's, you, you need a different skill set to be in that position. And I just think I, he I didn't have I, that I don't agree set. with that. I, I think that Jerry Bus, what he, if he was still alive, I think that he would have been able to pick the right GM. I think he wouldn't have passed on Jerry West coming back. Uh, so I think that you would have had the right basketball people in the room that they would have, have made this team better. And I think that the difference that he would be able to make is that he would be able to talk to these younger players and be the difference maker. If if it was if if everything being equal, and you you talk to Jerry Buss and then you talk to uh, Donald Sterling when he was when he was the oh, murderers row. Right. I'm just uh, you know or or you know <laughs> yeah. whoever whoever the owners are of other teams. I think Jerry Buss would have been the difference maker, and I think that's what his role was as the Laker owner. He's he let 
the the basketball guys make the basketball decisions and and when push came to shove and he needed to make the right phone call to tell these guys that, that well yeah this that's, is who they were building but, around but I think that's what he did but I think we're saying different things because it's putting the basketball guys in place and then bringing in someone to seal the deal but Magic was supposed to be the basketball guy right to and fix he, it right and he, he wasn't the guy to seal the deal I totally he was agree. the basketball which is guy why it was Genie's fault that yeah. she put him in that position because he was never going to succeed in that position because yeah. he wasn't the guy that was going to do the homework for more on that go back to uh, episode 132 <laughs> I believe <laughs> good are, good stuff we're coming up on a guys in shorts half an hour here ooh. so I think we should are we uh, are we doing show on. recommendations we've done all oh. sports I want to go outside of sports oh we did do a long sports episode today sure all right. All right. I've got a show recommendation that hasn't come out yet. Okay. So we can all get on board. Early investors. Okay. I need your help. All right. Shark Tank. Okay. I just need a minute of your time right. to in. preach I'm to in. you the gospel of Paradise Hotel. Let's hear it. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's God. back, guys. Paradise uh, Hotel is back. Did it, you guys, was, it was ever around. Did the you first guys time? ever watch the first run? Is this part of what Bachelor is this? in Paradise? What? Okay. So, yeah, so no. I'll break it down. So, uh, you know, the bachelor. This is where Vic and I take our headphones. <laughs> <out>. <laughs> the bachelor started, you know, kind of the romantic reality TV show boom, and then there are obviously a lot, a lot of duplicates. Temptation Island was one of those shows that originally came on. Uh, you know, Paradise Hotel was another one, but Temptation Island came back, and I didn't know about it. Th- but thanks to Ben and thanks to the Kings Realm guys, <laughs> you know, I said I'm going to give it a shot, and I loved that show. It was, was awesome. It was amazing. Yeah. I, lo- I loved it. So I said, okay, th- they're seeing something here. You bring back some of these shows that maybe at the time were a little gimmicky and yeah. riding the coattails of The Bachelor, and now you just turn it up to 11 and you crank in. So I think this is probably going to be on par with Temptation Island. The what only, channel is it on? The only thing is it's on Fox, not TBS. Mm. and I th- Or no, USA is what Temptation Island. Yeah. So they, they snuck in a little you know, profanity. Fox, they got a little race it, here. If you do it at like 10 p.m. on Fox, I think you can get away yeah. with a lot of stuff. So so let me give you the synopsis of uh, Paradise Hotel, <laughs> hosted by Kristen Cavallari. Oh, I so, love her. So yeah. Ben's in already. Hills. <laughs> I used to watch that when I was so younger. So here we go. Paradise Hotel follows a group of sexy singles who check into a tropical resort and check out with a big cash prize. Each week, one single will leave the hotel and a brand new guest will join the competition. Yes. Viewers play along at home to influence <laughs> what happens on screen, including having a say in who stays and who goes. I'll tell you what. Now, I'll where, be voting via text. Where Temptation Island <laughs> got stale is at a certain point you knew who they were which couples were going to stay together yes. and which couples were doomed yes. and it was done and you were but just, as a viewer if you could you were watching them off you could yeah, see what happened you were just watching mm. it unfold i'm with you. here <laughs> everyone is single i'm in. you know I'm, I'm reading the cast that's going to be here we have carlos g a trainer we have hans who's a model we have britney c who's a hairstylist deandra s who's also a hair company owner mm-hmm. so we're not talking high uh, brain skill set Level. No offense to hairstylists and models. Are you basing no, that on their, their their names or on their, their professions? Names, their professions, their appearances. We're, the we're, fact it's, that it's they're a train on wreck. a show it's a train called wreck. Hotel Paradise. Yeah, Paradise Hotel. Yeah. So I think it's just going to be it, it's going to be chaos. It's going to be Has a train it started wreck. Yet? It starts tomorrow or oh, or today if wow. you're I'm listening. Put it on my TV. Yeah. So Paradise oh, Hotel without having seen a single episode, I'm, hey, I'm all in. Good news. Uh, it got five stars. Oh wait, that's, Out of 10. that's TripAdvisor, <laughs> Little Little Paradise Hotel. My bad, sorry guys. Because <laughs> the TripAdvisor. <laughs> and Jeff's laughing at it. So that, that tells you everything you need to know oh, about yeah. this show. Vic's uh, dad. Paradise Chris. Hotel. You are a dad. Come Nick. dance Thank with you. me. I appreciate you are that. A dad, I love it. Hammer. Never dare I right? ask for a uh, galaxy update. After that, you don't have to ask. You're getting one. Oh well, let's do it. <laughs> thirty am I, seconds. Am I on the clock? You're or on the I, clock. Do I go yeah, live? Hold on. No, we're doing thirty seconds because we're uh, we're coming up on the end of the show here. We try to keep it to an hour, except when the Kings Room guys join us. Okay, thirty seconds on the clock and go. Again, I gotten pretty good at these, so I think I can make it work. So if you cut me a week ago, I would have let you know that the Galaxy were riding high, sitting in second place. On a win streak, undefeated at home, but unfortunately, they haven't kept that streak. They've lost their last two games in a row on Ooh. a grueling three games and eight days uh, trip. But they're back at home this Saturday. Again, undefeated at home, 6-0, and so they're going to keep it going. Zlatan is the leading goal scorer for the team. I thought he got hurt. Five, doing Zlatan four, things. So three, get in on the Galaxy. They're two, hot. Second place one, in the league. And, oh, second place. Second place. Is this Things regular season good. or preseason? Yeah. Regular season. We're oh, going. We're, we're 11 That's games awesome. into the season. I'm so glad you haven't been here. 
<laughs> I have I have quick update. Oh, quick great. update. Paradise Hotel. First two seasons, IMBD. They have IMDb. IMDb, that's what I meant. They Vic, have You're feeling good tonight. They have, How many beers is that? They, only two. Two. They have <laughs> you are a five point four out of ten first two seasons. Sorry, first two, guys. But the, what was the years that those came out? 2003, I think, was yeah, the first Yeah, 2003. One. That's crazy. Yeah. But I, I feel like I a show like that, the lower the rating, probably the better. You're probably right. right. Ben, you you're look for right. a lower rating. I do. Rate. You don't even read the ratings. Just like when I go to my restaurants, <laughs> they have to that, have a C that rating. That deals with stats. Yeah. yeah. That deals it's with like, stats. It's don't, like Chinese food. If it, doesn't, if it has better than a C, don't even bother. <laughs> that's okay. true. Here we go. We're out of here. Guys in Shorts. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Guys in Shorts Pod. We're on Facebook. The website's guysinshorts.com. I got to update that thing. Don't don't bother going to the website because we have an update. The website says that we just hired Magic Johnson as (laughs) president of basketball operations. I'm surprised it's that updated. Uh, Leave a voicemail for us, 562-450-3356. And again, please review the show, share it, subscribe to it, support us in any way, shape, or form. We do appreciate your love and support. All the time. Hammer, Thoughts thanks prayers. again for joining us this yeah, week. Yeah, it's good to be here. I'll see you guys it's in good July. good to have you a guest. Mm, we'll see oh. you over 4th of July weekend. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm invited, right? Uh, for Victor Costello, Ben Garcia, and Eric the Portuguese, Hammer Vieira, I'm Jeff Wilson. We'll see you guys next week.